What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to the Everyday MA Podcast. Your host, Cortez here. Um, first of all, thank you for tuning into the podcast. And let's just jump straight into it. We got a special guest on the episode. So without further ado, let's introduce yourself. Let's start with your name, the state that you practice in, and how long you've been a medical assistant for. Okay. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Shakira. Um, I practice in Missouri, and um, I've been a medical assistant for going on three years in April. All right. All right. That's what I'm talking about. So first off, I just want to thank you for even being a part of the show. It's truly appreciated. Absolutely. Thank you for thinking of me. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. It's really funny, though, because we were talking about this earlier before we hit the record and all that. But we me and you actually have a history. We have a past. Right. So I kind of want to I kind of want to tell the people about that. <laughs> But yeah, I want to hear sure. from your perspective. So what you got? Um, so I remember for sure um, you in high school and um, in choir for sure. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> seeing that's really where I feel like we had, you know, um, our interactions the most. For sure. Was yeah. um, in our choir class. And um, you were, you know, always trying to elevate and um, go to, you know, the higher choirs and um, oh things gosh. like that. So I feel like musically is where um, we had our connection in high school, where we, you know, really um, knew each other. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Shout shout out to Mr. Baker if you're yes. listening. Yes, oh my gosh, love him. Yes, shout out to Mr. Baker. Taught like yes. I'm still oh. practicing his techniques to this day. Oh my gosh, to this day, like we we literally had like a a, a coach. We were getting real voice lessons. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. People don't believe me when I tell them that, but you know, it's whatever. We were it's very whatever. fortunate for Mr. Baker. Love Facts. him. Thanks. All right, let's just hop into it, man. So I got a couple of questions prepared for you. Um, tell me, what is your role as a medical assistant? Where do you practice? What's that like? What specialty are you in? Okay, so um, as of now, I'm in pediatrics. Um, I've been fortunate enough to really um, go into a, a lot of different specialties, but where I find myself at the most is if I get a pediatric office or urgent care um, around, you know, that type of thing. Um, but I've been from family medicine to endocrinology, from cancer to um, literally like all of them. But my heart is just in peds for sure. I heard that. I heard that. You know, it was funny because I wanted to go into pediatrics at one point in time. And I really? still, yeah, I still kind of do in a way. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I can see you. I can see you being a pediatric MA. I could. Really? I don't know. We're going we're gonna to have to <laughs> test it out one day. All right. Yeah. So uh, you particularly float from provider to provider, correct? You don't have yeah. like one specific. Okay. All right. So what is that like being a float? Um, so it's really different. So I will say first, um, I did work for one provider. Um, when I did family medicine, I worked for one provider and then I went to pediatrics and had one provider. And I really liked the routine, like knowing, you know, what your doctor needed, um, what they liked, what they didn't like. You know, it was it was very good to um, like have that stability in yeah. that area. But I will say for me also um, floating, I feel like I've learned so much from so many different doctors and just like different uh, medical assistants, how they do things differently. Even if it's the same specialty, they just do things differently at different locations. Right, so yeah. I feel like um, in a way that I've been like blessed to just, you know, have the um, 
different ideas of how offices are run. So when I go, you know, somewhere that I'm usually not like lost, but I do in a way still like that stability of like knowing what your doctor needs because sometimes it's hard to go into um a place that you've never been and um you know like know what the doctor needs you kind of like have to figure that out like after like the first or second patient okay like this doctor like this and i need to do things like this when i'm here but it's just it's hard to remember things for so many different providers so i can imagine it just depends on your personality i guess if you can handle you know going somewhere and kind of getting tossed around just like straight into it or if you need that stability where you need to like you know just know what my doctor likes because you know it's some some doctors out here that are hard to work with i can understand that yeah no for sure so since you're working with pediatrics i have to ask i have to ask and you're floating so you're you're floating from one provider to the next and you're working with peds like you're juggling but i mean what is it like working with children compare it to adults do you like it better or not so much well i mean how would you rate that so um working with children is i love it i really do i love the i love the babies i really yeah. like um like the the newborns like up to like I really love until like 12 months. I really do. But I love, you know, the older ones as well. But the babies are my heart. It's it's good, but it really is like, honestly, it it gets hard when it is like the parents, you know, when they they want certain things, they, you know, they like certain things um, and people don't play about their kids. Like when it's their when it's their kids, they're very like particular what they want and Mm -hmm. they act so you know a lot of questions they just yeah it's just a lot with parents um you gotta assure them a lot i'm sorry no i'm i was agreeing with you you gotta like reassure them of like a lot and that's yeah 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 Yeah, because it's like don't hurt my don't hurt my kids what are you giving them what is this it's just it's honestly if i'm being honest i really just (laughs) i don't really care for adults like i don't really (laughs) like that like when i (laughs) when i go to um, family medicine clinics I'm just like this isn't for me this is not my area yeah. I don't want to be here the high blood pressures all the medications yeah. like <laughs> it's just this isn't for me yeah all the, yeah no I get it yeah. I get it I get it so pediatrics yeah that's where that's where you're shining that's where you're yeah. doing your thing okay no I, I appreciate that I appreciate that aspect because <laughs> I was thinking yeah. about it I was like you got to have mad patience to go into pediatrics yeah. yeah, but you know what I think also mm-hmm. really like sparked it for me is because my externship. When I had my externship, it was I was with a pediatric. Um, my preceptor was a pediatric MA. Okay. So in a way, I feel like I didn't really even get the family medicine experience. Really, like I went straight uh, into pediatric because I, I got that. hired there as well um, after my externship. So yeah, I think that's kind of what maybe I was, you know summoned into it like i didn't really get a choice <laughs> <laughs> no no no. i'm with that i'm with that i didn't get to pick my externship site either i don't think so it was kind of just one of those things where my instructor she picked it we were luckily lucky we got placed but we got it going everybody it was like covid we didn't know if we were going to graduate on time but let me try to get you in this office <laughs> you know so it was it was yeah, a lot sure. going on it was a lot going on 
Okay, so how um, how long did schooling take you? I know for me, like I, it was longer. I, I did like two and a half years. How long was schooling? Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I took a semester oh. off though. I took a semester off okay. though. So yeah, I'm. I'm oh, did you get? Now. Did you get like your associates or something? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did. Okay, okay. Yep. So I didn't. I didn't go that route. I just went. Mm-hmm. So um, in St. Louis here, SSM they a um a partnership mm-hmm. with um st louis community college and right. they have like an ma program there that That's you dope. can just go through so yeah. um, my ma program was just eight months it wasn't okay. even a year wow. um it was an eight-month program where we just you know we were there monday through friday like eight to eight to three mm-hmm. eight to four um and we just went through and you know did it was very fast-paced though very very fast-paced um but yeah, that's that was more mine. We, it was a diploma, so it wasn't um, like a degree or anything that we got from our program. I understand? No, I understand. Okay, no, but that's still dope though. I think one thing that I missed about, um, as the people know, I'm in Virginia now, but when I was back home in St. Louis. I think the one thing that I regret doing is after high school, I waited. I waited to go back to school. So my advice to anyone who's contemplating, yes, for sure. If that's what you want to do, wait to go to school. But for me and my situation at that time, uh, to be honest, I felt like I should have just jumped straight into it. But I didn't. And um, so, yeah. So, yeah, for sure, guys, if if you're out there and you're contemplating. I think if you're fortunate enough, just go for it. Like, just go straight into it. Don't. Um, for me personally, I'm I am not a school person. Like yeah. I'm just being honest, I don't like it. I and for me, I just had to chop it up a little bit. Like, True. and I didn't want to go straight into nursing and then be like, oh well, do I even really want to be a nurse? So I just went the MA route first. And yep. Yep. Had to see if I really liked it, and you know, I fell in love with it. I really did. So then I was like, okay, I can trust myself enough to, you know, go into the nursing program and really do what I have to do and be in love with it and not, you know, right. go into it blindsided. I guess. So um, I am grateful for the experiences that I have had as a medical assistant. Um, so, you know, it's different for everybody. Right. If you know if you know what in your heart of hearts that this is what you want to do, I suggest you just go for it. For sure. And if you're a little, you know, teeter-tottery, yeah. you can, you know, take baby steps with it. Right. And also for those who are listening and they're like, yo, I'm not trying to go to school. I I completely understand that, too. I mean, there are plenty of if you're the entrepreneur type of guy and you're I mean, people are killing it out here. You don't have to go to school, you guys. But tell me about some of the procedures in which you guys would perform with pediatrics. Do you guys do a lot of procedures? Do you not do any procedures? What's the rundown with that? Um, so it's a little different for like an office. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll first say like, um, I worked in an office setting, but more recently for about, I would say for about four months, I've been working in an urgent care setting. So like in the, um, in the, um, just doctor's office setting, we, I would say the most that, um, we do there probably is like ear irrigation honestly it's not like a lot of procedures that are done um for peds in a doctor's office i gotcha but we do do a thousand immunizations in a day yeah i can Um, easily see that (laughs) in peds i don't sit down and i think i like that as well because like like i said when i was in family medicine i had a lot of downtime i felt like like peds Mm. You're either giving shots or you're roaming or you're, you know, you're doing something. It's always something. You don't really sit down um, in a peds clinic. And that's what I like. Like, I don't like sitting down at work. I have to, you know, stay on top of it. But, um, yeah, yeah, we've done a, and I would say, like, 
sometimes not often but sometimes we would do like cryo you know like if somebody comes in and they okay. have yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm something familiar with that. like on their finger you know something like that if yeah. we have it in the office um we'll do that but honestly the most that i've done for sure um in the doctor's office was ear irrigation it's always something with ears um yeah. and peds <laughs> yeah yeah children they get the ear infections really yeah. quickly i'm noticing even with my uh with my little guys i gotta watch them often yeah but um and you got to be careful too when it when you talk about ear irrigation with a child you know it's one of those things that's really sensitive Very sensitive yeah um in the urgent care setting we get a lot of like we're putting boots on every second and um it's it's always a lot of that and i would say like doing nebulizers a lot like in urgent care setting so more there it's more like breathing and then you know they jumped off a bed and hurt their foot and now they need a boot you know stuff like that but makes sense um usually with with peds we if it's something crazy we just send them to the er because you know yeah. we just want to yeah, you gotta Make sure be careful. They get care. Yeah, true. Yeah, you definitely gotta be careful, especially with the parents there too. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah you they, they and and I completely understand it. You know, it's their child that they're, they're willing to make sure that their baby is okay. So I get it. Yeah. I get it. Um, but before we go ahead and conclude, because that was almost all the questions I had, but I got one more. All right. Okay. So someone who is looking to go into pediatrics, what kind of advice would you give to that person to kind of prepare them for what they might be experiencing later on? Um, I would say for somebody wanting to go into pediatrics that, like I said before, it's, it's a fast paced setting. Um, you really have pieces either like you love it or you don't there's no in between um with pediatrics it's like you're either gonna kill it or you're just like this is not for me um so it's very fast-paced um and i and not just you know because everybody needs you know extra care and to be super attentive to what you're doing but with peas it's just like a a little extra you know like you do a little always do a little extra in peas just because you know it's parents and they're younger you know scared um just a lot of stuff where you have to like not baby but you know just in a different way you can't be so straightforward in peas like you are um in a different setting so um having that heart and just you know knowing that it's a fast-paced environment it's we have compassion in healthcare all around, but with peds, you just give a little bit more. Um, it's really a heart posture True. for pediatrics, for sure. Um, going there with the right intentions with it because, you know, they're precious and you just want to give them the best care, you know? Yeah. So I would say that for sure. I completely understand that. It's, it's, um, it's funny that we're talking about pediatrics today because it's not often that we get like a really small baby in the office, but today we were fortunate to have a really small baby in the office. I want to say this, I know this baby was like, I want to say she said two to three months old and it was just the cutest thing. It was just the cutest thing. And I was like, I was like, oh my gosh. I'm in it. Sometimes they come in at like two weeks. So you're seeing like, they, you know, fresh out of the womb, you know, like their first doctor's appointment is like two weeks. And then you see them like, you know, right after that again, it's just, you know, they're, they're just, so little yeah yes i want to say the most beloved thing on the planet i would think that and that puppies yeah Yeah. that and puppies i think oh my gosh puppies (laughs) yes and they remind me of puppies so much they really do yeah yeah i can understand that (laughs) but all right so i think degrading to anybody listening i didn't mean it in a no no you're good (laughs) you're totally fine people are understanding they're understanding (laughs) 
right, so let's go ahead and end it right here. That's all I have planned for you guys. Um, so if you guys, I hope that you enjoyed the episode. And if you have, feel free to, you know, share this with one of your healthcare family members because I think healthcare is just one big family, to be honest with you. Um, and then lastly, Kyra, tell people where they can get in touch with you. Where can the people reach you at? Okay, so I will say since this is a healthcare podcast, I do have a YouTube channel, um, and it's called Future Nurse Kyra, um, and on there, honestly, it's all things healthcare, like, that's all it is, I do have a lot of, um, a few medical assistant videos on there as well, um, even me in a pediatric setting, it's like a day in the life, so that's on there, um, and then my Instagram, it's, um, Shakira Gregory on there, so, I heard that. yeah, my two places, Okay, sounds good. And one more time for the YouTube uh, channel name. What's that? It's um, Future Nurse Kyra. Future Nurse Kyra. You guys go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you hit that notification bell so you'll be notified every time that she uploads. Um, But yeah, that's it. That's all we got for the Everyday MA podcast uh, today. Thanks for having me. (laughs) No problem. Thank you for joining. I appreciate it. Hopefully we'll do it again sometime later in the future. Uh, Yeah. But for right now, let's go ahead. Let's call it the night. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, share it. Go ahead and hit that follow. And I'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace out.